Acupuncture. Acupuncture is the original biohack. Binaural beats. Nootropics. Tom, can you even spell nootropics? Supplements. Psychedelics. They told us not to take drugs. Now there's all this research on taking drugs. Science of compounding. Orgasmic meditation. Individual results may vary. <laughs> and a whole bunch of other stuff we find interesting. I don't want to spend 12 grand to shine a red light on my junk. Just a couple of guys talking about somewhat strange health stuff. There's something weird here, but I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> Reverent Health starts now. What's up, Tom? What's up, Matt? How you doing? Oh, man, I am doing good. We uh, had a weird day today. It was like 70 degrees randomly <laughs> in, in the end of November, and it was like 39 yesterday or something ridiculous, yep. like, and it's supposed yep. to be 45, I think, tomorrow. It's so it's... Uh, you know the only the only uh, the only thing that makes sense is doomsday prophecies at this point. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. Isn't it? like, what <laughs> it's the really hell is going on out there. Yeah, yeah and we had a good run. Yeah, we had a good run. We, <laughs> yeah, it's too bad we're coming in at the end of it. Like too bad slash really awesome that we're coming in at the end of it because you know, well we get to see the cool shit like right before everything goes horrible. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, at least we'll have a front row seat for the end. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, for the, I mean, for the that's, finale. How, how much more Gen X could that sound? No, totally. Yeah, <laughs> you no. know, it's like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. We're good. <laughs> yeah. But it, but it is funny. I thought about that. Uh, you know, I think about that a lot. I'm like, you know, I, I statistically, like, we're not at the end. Like, I know everybody likes to say that, but like, I feel like we've gotten through a bunch of shit. I, I feel like yeah. this will sort itself out. I mean, it's going to take a lot, and it might not involve us, right? Like, we might, yeah, we might yeah, not yeah, be yeah, around. You know? The, the Roman Empire fell. They're still Romans. Yeah, they're still Romans. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. This, uh, well, it, it's just dizzying keeping up with all the neat stuff coming out now. You know, it's like, wow, whew, maybe we should just call it, man. There's just too much happening, man. Like, I can't. We had a good run. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. But other than that, man, it's been, uh, it's been pretty fun. I have uh, sort of. I, I'm going to call it, I'm officially out of my COVID induced health slump that was like 18 months long. <laughs> nice, man. Nice. I feel, I feel as though I've regained the gene that makes me care about that. Like, I got gotcha. you know, in, in a way that's meaningful. Right. I don't think I fully went out. I mean, granted, look at where, you know, given where we started just in general, like, I, mm -hmm. I could fall pretty far and still probably be a little bit ahead of the curve, but like I, I for myself and by my own yardstick, I I was not uh I was I was not in the appropriate location. <laughs> Listen, man, you know, even if you were working out like a fiend during this impact on, you know, twenty pounds of pure muscle, your head was probably fucked up too. You know, yeah, I, I know mean, I, yeah, like totally. no no one had all the wheels going in the same direction. No, and, no, and a I lot of us that. still don't, you know? Yeah. Well, I listen, I, I, I say that now, but like in a week from now, I could look back on now and be like, man, I was ridiculous. Like, I, like I just, you know, it, and then in a month though, after that, you know? same thing. Yeah, no, I'm, it's all, but I it's guess the growth. point, I guess we can revise that by saying, I feel as though I'm finally conscious of where I need to be and I'm actively moving there. Like, as opposed That's to good. just knowing what it might want to be like and then doing absolutely nothing about it <laughs> no no i gotcha so, i gotcha i get that 
Um, and I, I will have to say, I, and I, I don't know if you would agree with this, but I, I have a feeling you probably will, but I'm a momentum kind of guy. So like mm. if I can do one little thing, I can do five little things, can do 25 yeah. little things. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I, and I've, I'm practicing with getting out of bed early and this is how I know this is humanly possible because I yeah. have never gotten up early. Like I'm a terribly late night kind of guy. I get that. And I totally get that. I have weaned myself back to getting up now at six thirty in the morning. Oh, that's and, great. And man. getting downstairs and doing almost a full hour I could squeeze in of Qigong meditation and creative journaling. That's great. And I'm like, but and it's funny because right when I'm at the end and I say almost an hour because invariably my kids kind of come bulleting down the stairs getting ready for school and I got to turn into like get kids ready for school dad. So I can't necessarily finish that trek, but man, that whole flurry of activity is way differently framed in my brain doing this for, you know, several, several weeks at this point. Like I'm just like super impressed that your brain really does get a lot stronger when you put those kind of daily practices in place. Like it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like on one hand, discipline sucks. You know, it's like when you want to be creative, you think, Oh, I gotta be, you know, I gotta be free. I gotta be untethered. And then, uh, God, who is that? Uh, Jocko? What's it? He says, like, discipline sets you free kind of thing. Oh, I don't know who said Uh, that, but Jocko Williams or something. Like he's, he's like, he's the, he's, he looks like you go, oh, he was in the military. You're like, oh, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Uh, he, he looks like that. You know, like, that's yeah, funny. I would have guessed that. Yes, Thanks. That, that's but, an yeah, obvious. He, he says discipline will set you free. And like, it it sucks, man. It does it's suck, total, but it is, <laughs> you know, it is it, liberating. It sucks, but it's so unbelievably predictable in its efficacy, right? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it, as soon as you realize the power of it, like, it's almost crazy that you can't do literally anything you could imagine. Cause like if you have the willpower to stick with anything and be real disciplined about it, like it doesn't matter what you're talking about. Like movement in a positive direction in that thing is going to be swift, right? Like it doesn't matter what mm-hmm. we're talking about, you know, learning to count or, you know, memorize pi to a thousand digits or, you know, running a marathon or whatever your, whatever your goal is. If you put discipline behind it, results are going to start to manifest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I guess it's not really, you know, uh, prophetic in its, uh, (laughs) in its statement because it's kind of like should be common sense. I know none of us view it as common sense. No, and I I think some of it is, is uh, really, I think you hit it on the head. You, you lose the momentum. Yeah. And then it just never, never comes back. You know, it's like, Took me, you know, I talk about my meditation streak now, right? Sure. I'm pretty proud of that. <clears throat> Fuck like, you. I, I've, been, I've, been, I've been meditating off and on for nearly 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. And it took me, <laughs> it, took me yeah. it took me. the last two and a half to actually like, no, do this fucking every day, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Don't, don't like miss a day and then skip six to eight months. Yeah, I know. That goddamn, <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> that goddamn streak thing on my, on my Muse. Yeah, I, we've talked uh, about honestly, this a thousand I times. Honestly, I hate to say it. it fucking I, kills if, me. If Muse did nothing else, 
except count that streak. Yeah. That might be the only reason that headband is on my head. Yeah. That's so funny. I, yeah, I, I hate that damn streak thing because there's plenty of days where I'm like, you know, I didn't meditate, but I went on a, like a long run and then I forgot to meditate. So I lost the Uh streak, but like from a physical benefit standpoint like i didn't need to meditate that day like Be, because you your your run was the the moving meditation correct yeah. right and usually when i'm doing a run it's like at least an hour so i'm yeah. actually meditating quite a bit more than i would be otherwise and and i and i actually have always I mean, when I first got into distance, like running di- like long distances, I was absolutely, um, and actually this might be a good segue into what we're talking about, actually. Real, really, Why not? Yeah. Um, but I used yogic breathing mm-hmm. to literally put myself into a crazy meditative state when shit got real on like an Ironman or a marathon. Uh, and it's funny because my first marathon was at my first Ironman. So like it was kind of for me one and the same. But man, wow. but man, I I will tell you what, I was not in my best mental state in that run. Now it wasn't terrible because it was so at the time it was such a ridiculous goal and it's such an absurd thing that I was doing that I, I was almost kind of like, well, I mean, literally anything can have like so the fact that I was having problems wasn't exactly like, you know, headline news. But yeah. Dude, doing a little breathing and like just sticking with that breathing like was super powerful because it refocused me. It got my mind in the right direction. I was able to kind of like calm down, right the ship. And all of a sudden I had another hour in me of nothing. No problem. Right. And yeah, you know, that that's meditation, man. I mean, that's like it doesn't get more straight up meditation than that. Yeah, yeah. But the muse doesn't count that. You know what I mean? Like, so you can't. No, no. So anyway, we'll see if we talk about it enough. They'll probably add that feature. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, well, there's all kinds (laughs) of they do now have a a respiration counter kind of thing. Uh, you know, but it's based off like, uh, the, the movement sensors. Right. So it'll follow like it's looking for a rhythm. Sure. You know, which is, which is pretty interesting. I don't, I don't know how absolutely accurate that one is. And I'd love to give you my opinion of the, the new muse, uh, but it literally, uh, showed up at my door and I opened the box about a half an hour before I jumped on with you. Oh, well, you know. It'll be uh, fodder for the next <laughs> we'll, show. We'll talk about that another yeah, time. Yeah, but so so today we wanted to sit down and talk about breathing, and you know we, we kind of I kind of threw it out there, lobbed it lobbed yeah. it over there um, about you know doing yogic breathing in mm-hmm. in a marathon situation, but I think pulling focus a little bit, and, and, like we can talk about that, and, and what we're hopefully gonna today is talk about how yeah. that's done all over the place and. And I'll be honest with you, the older I get and the more weird stuff I do, the more I start to realize that the Venn diagram of breathing, not only techniques, but outcomes from discipline to discipline, it's almost like there is no Venn diagram. It's just basically the same circle every time. Like, it's, it's you you know, it's, it's so funny because we, we think, you know, and we could joke like everybody breathes, you know, what do you, what do you mean? You know, uh, but, but this concept has been around forever and, and to see, uh, uh, like a tech heavy, let me get in the coolest new machine. Let me get the best new wearable. And it's like, 
oh yeah, they've been doing this technique for like nine thousand uh-huh. years. Yeah. You, you should you should do this. Yeah. Oh yeah, by the way, it's free. It's free. It's yeah. not shiny, yeah. but it's free. <laughs> right. You can't <laughs> write a book about it, really, or you could, I guess. You can't wear a wearable on it. There's no drug to sell for it, or herb to take or yeah you know well you know i mean there's certain things that certainly can enhance but i mean all of these systems uh, you know you're you're right at the end it's it's uh co2 out oxygen in and and you're really fucking with those ratios right totally. uh depending on the desired effect but i i mean look if if you were completely unconscious you would still be doing it Right, uh, you know, we're, we're we're talking specifically about clearly the the intention based breathing, not not just, you know, <laughs> good old fashioned. Hey, I'm just sitting there picking my nose, kind of. Yeah, thing. no, no, absolutely. And I, I I think I think that like what I find have always found interesting about breath work is that I, I mean I, I I've taken jujitsu for pretty much my entire adult life, right? Yeah, and breathing on points of contact when like you're in the, in a kick or a punch or somebody throws you mm-hmm. on the ground, you know, learning to time your breath with those actions dramatically increases the output, right? Like dramatically. Yeah. I mean, it's not even, it's not even in the same, you know, range. And, and then conversely, you know, you can use similar breathing techniques to basically take your stress level from like a 10 to a two, Yeah, you, you know, yeah. um, you can put yourself to sleep with it. You can make yourself horny with it. You can do all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, but, you can alter your state of consciousness yeah, right. entirely. Yeah, right? totally. And I, I want to kind of, I definitely want to touch on that one for sure. Cause that one's yeah, a lot, got that, it, that one's definitely yeah, a lot yeah. of fun. Um, but but kind of getting starting out with like the more benign ones. I mean, what was the first form of breath that you ever kind of encountered? Like what was So, uh, you know, I, so I started uh just because I kind of follow uh this this path. You know, you do tai chi and tai chi is it is a standalone martial art, but it's also a qigong, right? Oh, interesting. So, you, you know, and and qigong, you, you know, it, it means to like practice qi, to cultivate qi, right? Uh and in Chinese medicine they say you know, we 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 make the chi, the the chi that circulates through. They call it the the righteous chi or the upright chi. Comes from the air we breathe in, the food we eat. Right? If the, if those two things are good, we got we got good quality chi production. Okay. Right. So so breathing has always been a huge part of it. Um, and uh, it, it's funny. Uh, I think maybe we threw this topic into the hat because of. Uh, you know, uh, breathe by James Nestor was a, was a pretty damn good book, you know? Um, but that was my earliest exposure. Uh, certainly my wife was always leaning more towards yoga and they'll talk about different breaths, breath of fire, these kind of things. So it's, it's an interesting, you know, it's an interesting discipline where we have different techniques to achieve different outcomes, but at the end of the day, it's in and out, you know, but that was my first exposure was back. Uh, God, mid nineties. I had hair. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, but what you just said, something that is actually like really d- taps the point I was trying to make is as well. Oh, shit. No, which, Sorry, which, man. no, 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 it's perfect. <laughs> you you could have laid it up better, but like yoga, like fire breath, like what is yeah. fire breath also sound exactly like Wim Hof breathing. You, you know what I mean? Wim like, Hof, yeah. yeah. So it's like, well, that's what I, that, when I said, was talking about this like Venn diagram, it's not really a Venn diagram, yeah. but it's just a giant circle <laughs> like, because mm-hmm. yeah, like it's all, yeah, we have a different vernacular for it, you know, depending on what we're talking about, like yoga class is going to describe it 
one yeah. way and martial arts class is going to describe it another way. A Qigong place is going to describe it another way. Another way. Yeah. You know, um, mountain climbers for God's sakes. I mean, climbing has got breathing techniques like, right. Like, I'm sure you know, it has like, to, especially at high altitude. Yeah, yeah. And guess what they are exactly like martial art ones <laughs> because, mm -hmm. you know, um, transfer of weight from one space to another only works in certain axes in certain you, gravity is mm -hmm. the, universal constant there and you will fall if not properly guided and breath work helps all that stuff like stabilizing your core stabilizing your brain uh, you mm -hmm. know focusing your concentration to the head of a pin you know like really like a lot of stuff but it is it is fascinating you could learn a new skill like a new martial skill of some kind mm -hmm. every year for the rest of your life and probably still learn the same 10 ways to breathe to breathe over and over and over again yeah so absolutely like for me, I think the martial art one was fun, but for me, the yoga one was really the, the one I, I use, I would say probably several times a day. I could, I could see that, you know, and, and if we look at yoga as a whole discipline, you know, people talk about yoga as the practice of getting your body ready to sit in meditation, right? Oh, you know, yeah. so you're, you're, you're getting your body primed to sit and allow your mind to do what it needs to do. And, and certainly, uh, fueling your brain with oxygen and, and, or depleting it, depending on what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, it, it, that has to come from the in and out of breathing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I have, you know, this might come as a surprise to you, but I'm a fairly hyper guy with <laughs> an, ah. an even more hyper brain. And sometimes like, you know, quite frankly, the world just gets too much. And like, yeah. for me to just be able to sit down and kind of breathe it into, to, to a center point, that's like way more stable than, than I wasn't like, I mean, I can, I, I don't know. I just think it, it's, it's a really great skill to have. And I think if more people understood the subtlety of how to manipulate that part of you, and the effects mm -hmm. that it could have, I, I don't think anybody would not be doing it <laughs> like all the time. Even my kids, man, I, I, did I tell you about the time I gave them the muse and I, I put it on their head and they each tried it, but like they couldn't get a bird to save their, save their life. And then I showed them mm -hmm. a very simple in, out, in through your nose, uh, pursed lips out through your mouth, like yoga yeah. 101, you know, trick. Yeah. Literally five seconds later, chirp, 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 chirp. Like it was basically like, it, it, and you know what's funny? We're talking about doodads and gadgets like that, like trackers. They sell necklaces that are basically it's a fucking metal straw. And, oh, right, and that's hilarious. If you get anxious or you need to slow down, you're essentially doing what you taught your kids. You oh know, yeah. Inhale through the nose, breathe out through the straw. Guess what? Your breath comes out slower. Why? Sure. That's physics you know i can't yeah, right, get right, as right, much right. volume of air through a small tube but it slows the breath down and it, and we know through plenty of studies that activates the parasympathetic parasympathetic nervous system right which is kind of crazy you know we we can speed up and slow down things that we are supposed to be autonomic they're supposed to happen on their own sure we can trick our brains into doing that well have you ever sat in with a heart rate monitor or a pulse ox meter on and and tried to target your heart rate oh yeah yeah, yeah. so so speaking of muse yeah <laughs> it also <laughs> it, all, <laughs> uh, do, do, it has one of those settings too does it really that's funny 
Yeah, yeah, man. I, 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 years ago, I got a pulse ox meter. They were like 20 bucks uh-huh. on Amazon. I think it was yeah. like one of those nights with one too many glasses of wine and, you know, and, yeah. and, and nobody was awake. So there was no governance on on the sort of logic of buying a pulse ox meter for a perfectly healthy guy. <laughs> and, but I bought one and I used it every night for like six months. I was obsessed. I was like, how do you, how do you play with this? Uh-huh. And I'll, and, and I was pretty amazed to see how much control over my heart rate I had mm-hmm. using nothing but breath work and having an actual like real time feedback of that. Yeah. And like, you're talking about slowing down your heart rate, dude. Like, I mean, that's like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the ins and outs of bio, uh, a biofeedback right there. Right. Oh so, no, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I, I guess, I, I guess it's more of like a conversation piece. Like, I mean, can you imagine like, is there anything more fundamental to life than your heart rate? <laughs> like, I mean, is yeah. there, you know, and you can literally boost it or plummet it yeah. by really, really careful breath work. But it, and it, significantly too. Oh, oh yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, and then I got used to get all obsessed because I was like, oh, can I get it two beats lower? Can I, can I get to 45? Uh-huh. You know, I was like 45. Yeah, meanwhile, I, I, I think the lowest I ever got was 46 actually. And I was like sitting there going, you know, 46 is, is sufficient. <laughs> like I don't, uh-huh. I don't. There's nothing. Uh, I I wonder if you could get yourself to pass out. I wonder. I yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know if you're doing like Wim Hof or even like yoga. Yeah, but that's almost a hyperventilation, right? You know, you're you're flooding your system. Yeah. Well, it's uh, the opposite. So your heart direction. rate's not going to go slow. You know. Sure. No, I don't even know. I mean, I I, I would think your body would like override button you you know before. so we we have exercise with oxygen therapy yeah the yeah, office, yeah right and we and we do these sprints and recoveries at high altitude uh the sprint so you're depleting and just for just for show we'll we'll put the pulse ox on somebody just to show them like yeah look your red blood cells are losing oxygen uh immediately you see a spike in heart rate you know and then the recovery depending on how how long what kind of program we have them on if the recovery is longer, you'll watch as their oxygen on the red blood cells spikes again, their heart rate falls pretty quick. That's interesting. So it's it's a pretty cool little trick there. Now, is the pulse ox meter just sort of like a a show and tell it's, situation it, or is it? You know, it, it's not giving us real data because your red blood cells can only ever be 100% saturated, right? right? That's not where the magic happens with oxygen, exercise with oxygen therapy. We want that oxygen in the liquid part of the blood. Oh. And, and theoretically... Um, how many oxygen molecules can you get in the serum of your blood? Uh, is there an upper limit? I don't, I don't know what that is. There, there is an upper limit, but it's certainly a hell of a lot more. You know, uh, the the company that we use claims up to four hundred and thirty three percent more serum levels of oxygen, which is insane. After what's the therapy window for that? Uh fifteen to twenty minutes. And about. and how but, and how long do you have how many sessions do you have to do to kind of start moving the needle? You 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 can't stockpile it forever. It's finite. So uh one of the reasons we went with this was, you know, hyperbaric oxygen, if you're using a soft shell chamber, if you're using a uh what ninety five percent of the population is using in this country, uh you can get about a thirty percent more serum uh, uh, oxygen. And that lasts about three hours. But uh, this bike is claiming that that increased oxygen, or the, not the bike, but the exercise with oxygen therapy can be a treadmill. It doesn't matter. It's more of the actually getting the heart rate up. 
Um, they claim that lasts three days. Uh, that was going to be my next question. So three days, they, they really? Now I've never yeah, done so that. I, have you, do you do that? Have you done it? I, I, you know what? I, I, when I first got it, I'm like, fuck man, I love this. This is my favorite. Like anytime I get a toy, <laughs> I'll do it all the time and I love it. And then for, uh, for 10 minutes. it gets, it gets busy. Yeah. Then life gets in the Yeah. Way. You know, and then it's like, oh man, I haven't been on that in a while. Haven't done this in a while. Haven't done this, you know, and it's like. Man, there was a time when I did cryo every day. Right. Some days, twice a day. And now it's like, oh shit, man, I don't have three minutes. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Like, I, sure. I love when the influencers are like, this is my weekly routine. I'm like, you just described 26 hours worth of therapy. Yeah, right, right. You're <laughs> devoting over a day. Yeah, and you're <laughs> over like, Over a nope. whole day. Yeah. A week. And you're shit posting twenty times a fucking day. That's, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, no, <laughs> and, and you're right though. I mean, I feel like I don't have an. That, that's a great point. I mean, I think we all do that too. I mean, my my red light panels. I, I happen to use them today. Yeah, but like I the day when I got them, it was like every day, seven days a week. Every I day was red lighting, and I'd stack my. I'd meditate while I was doing it, so it was like yeah. kind of like you know killing two birds with one stone. But but then it's like I also have an infrared sauna, so I'm like, all right, well. I can't do both all day, every day. Cause I actually have to work. Um, yeah. You know, and I've got kids and I've got, you know, a life, so I can't do that. So, so like, all right, well, let me do some sauna in there and then let me do some of that. And you're like, but I still got to work out. So, okay, well there, there's another, you know, um, you know, so yeah. before and you if know, I work out, I'm going to get sweaty. So maybe I don't need the sauna. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. So you're sitting there going, wow, I, um, if I add this all up, I'm going to need nine day, nine days a week to dedicate towards self-preservation. Yes. <laughs> like, Oh, wait, <laughs> something didn't add up. It, it's just so crazy. Here's my daily routine. It's 16 hours, man. Yeah, yeah, no, no <laughs> like, you didn't like, do that. Like, yeah. You wrote this post, that probably took three. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, fuck you. Yeah, well, and especially when you talk in, I mean, I, you know, I went through a breathing, like a pretty intense breathing segment of my life where I was trying different things because of the yoga yeah. breath w was working so well. Then you start going down those Google rabbit holes and then like, that's originally how I found Wim Hof and like that, yeah. that rabbit hole by itself is near infinite, you know, because. Well, you know, I mean, if we look all the way back to the, like the Tibet, the Tibetans monks that would go up into the mountains and drench their robes and then oh, those guys. put them back yeah. on and, and get those robes to steam and dry using just breath work. This is all the same technique that Wim's doing. Those videos are absolutely bananas. Like, I mean, I, mean, I remember seeing them when I was a teenager. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's, right? yeah. You know? You're like, no fucking way. No, did that, no way somebody's yeah, doing nope, that. Nope, nope. But then when you watch the video of it, you're like, holy shit, is there like CGI in this thing? Like, what's going like, on? Yeah, yeah. Is this a Hollywood I will situation? say, I, I remember when I was in high school playing football, uh, it was raining out. It was the end of the season. And, and we were sitting in the locker room at halftime. We were all soaked and all of us were shivering. And I just remember going like, I saw that video. With the I ones. saw that video. This would come in very <laughs> and, handy right now. And I started thinking about like, all right, my inside's hot. And, yeah. and naturally I started like breathing a bit faster and like, I was still soaked. I didn't have steam coming off of me, but I felt much warmer after it. I mean, you know, maybe well, you could do, yeah, placebo, I mean, but. I mean, when I'm skiing or something like, or snowboarding or like mm -hmm. anywhere in the cold, right? Like, you know, doing those Wim Hof breathing techniques, like you can like legit start to like full on sweat, like real, Absolutely. real fast. Absolutely. And 
And like, I think the biggest part about it would, that, that I always found the hardest about breathwork is breathwork for me is intensely personal mm-hmm. and in touches like your mortality. Because like, if you start getting lightheaded because you're breathing, like if you're doing a real intense Wim Hof style thing, you, you're going to start to like get borderline passing out if you're doing it right. Yeah. And your body's first reaction when you're about to pass out is is what? <laughs> oh, shit, I'm dying. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, so, shit, I'm dying. Yeah, so like, I think the hardest part for me about that stuff is like when you get to those limits. Yeah. Like the whole point is to keep going. Like, and it's tough. Like, what were those, what do you call those uh, those uh, charts that divers use? Um Oh, uh, to, to check, uh, no, no, that they, how much that, nitrogen. Is- yeah. Yeah. But it's to build that up naturally. So it's like basically like, um, oh, so like a free dive, it's chart. a free diving uh, chart, but it's like, chart. it's a training protocol. So it'll be like, you have to hold your breath for this many seconds today and it builds you up over a long period of time. Yeah. And, and get comfortable with the, the, the natural need to gasp for air. Right. right? And that's like what I'm that's- saying. You have to like override that very natural, very strong, uh, you know, the, the, the autonomic thing that's supposed to keep you alive. Yeah, Right. You have to literally <laughs> like be like, have- do not do that at all ever. And you're like, what? Like, so who was mm. it? I saw somebody tra- showing somebody one time about, um, sword swallowers. And the first thing they have to do is like desensitize their gag reflex uh-huh. so they could literally shove a sword down their throat esophagus and i was like huh why who thought about this for the first time like okay well if i override this thing that keeps me alive i could swallow a sword man how cool would that be i could do something cool at a party yeah right apnea tables that is what i was thinking Uh, okay yeah yeah yeah, okay so those apnea tables are like very well mapped out like they're like, all right, if you want to learn how to do this, like today is like 30 seconds on five seconds off, whatever, you know, and I, I don't know that I don't remember them. It's been years since I looked at one, but, but like they said to learn how to do that, you literally just sit on your couch while you're watching TV and, and, and basically run these apnea chart, these drills based on these Exercises, apnea charts. Yeah. But as you, you know, day one and two, I'm pretty sure you're probably cool in the gang, you know, like no big deal. But once you got into like month six, like now you're starting to, you should be dead. Dude. Nine like, minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. Yeah. You should be dead. Like you should not be able to go without oxygen this long. So you have like really retrained your entire body to do something completely counterintuitive to survive. You know, and this is, this is kind of where it gets into this weird, is it physiology? Have you altered your, your overall lung capacity? Right. Cause every time we exhale, and this is the whole reason CPR works, we still have plenty of oxygen in our lungs. And in fact, you know, exhaling is more about getting the CO2, which becomes toxic to people out. Yeah. You know, so so you should be able to hold it and continue to use it. It's the off-gassing that's probably the thing that's uh, the most dangerous there. Well, and I think in that case, they teach you that they teach you how to take the, you know, how to mitigate the, the yeah. buildup of that, right? Like, and... You know, uh, but it was interesting too. They said you you so fundamentally alter your physiology yeah. that resuscitative techniques for free divers, for example, 
they can't do regular CPR on them without doing some other stuff first, um, which is like basically like um, you, uh, you have to blow across their eyelashes, I think it is, because it triggers some the mammalian part of your brain to like come back to it kind of thing. So weird. Like it is crazy, 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 crazy. Um, um, and I just, it just says, it basically just is like, um, well, gosh, um, well, I'm trying to think of the exact exercise it was, um, it was, God, what was it? It blow across your eyelashes or like across your nose or something with your eye, something with your eyebrows maybe. But basically that is what triggers your brain to say, wake back up. Like you're not actually mm-hmm. dying, but you're in such an altered state that like yeah. regular CPR is not going to actually even deliver the right enough. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Well, cause I think, and, and I think the way it was described to me and I can totally be wrong about this, but it was like, you, you have so side regulated, like the, all that off gassing you were talking about and the response to it and everything that your body, your lungs are physically acting differently at that point. Like there's just not until not, you not, come not back on, to not, it. Yeah. Not, not the same type of human, huh? No, yeah, no. But but like, I, not, you know, picking on Wim Hof, I guess it makes sense because it's an episode about breathing. Well, he's the most popular. Yeah, right. That's the easiest to, But like yeah. when you talk, when you look at a lot of this material he has out there, I mean, so much of what he's talking about is like, um, like it'll alter your alkalinity in your blood. Like he, you know, he- Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. like, you same, know- Same thing with the exercise with oxygen therapy. Oh, it does the same thing? Yeah, that doesn't, yeah. I guess that makes sense. I'm depleting oxygen on the red blood cells. It signals the body. And so what does that, what does that increased alkalinity do for me? So it allows CO2 to off gas more readily, but it also preps the blood to actually absorb more oxygen. Oh, interesting. So when you get that next breath, you can actually take more in. It's, it's. Oh, that's fascinating. So I can, so basically I guess what's the thought is if I can become more alkaline, I'm essentially creating an oxygen sponge that is my body. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But it's, and it's funny if we're talking about things like, uh, uh, you know, uh, Stan Groff and holotropic breathing. Yeah, I want to definitely, want, we definitely want to talk about don't that want more oxygen. You're going the other direction. You're, you're trying to produce an altered state of consciousness by increasing CO2. Oh, right. Oh, interesting. I, did I tell you about, the, did I tell you about the time that our, uh, our one, our, our one, uh, common, <laughs> common relationship who, uh, might have a degree in pharmacology told me about a way to, uh, get high very easily, <laughs> which was, uh. You know, he goes, oh, is that an oxygen concentrator? I said, yeah. He goes, you got a CO2 tank? Wow. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, so this is super nerdy. And it's not like, like you know, regular psychedelic. But uh, you get about 50% oxygen, 50% CO2 flowing. And you and you breathe that. Wow. And I'm like, so so you're you're telling your body either I'm suffocating or I have more oxygen than I know what to do with? He's like, yeah, essentially. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> he's like, so, did you try it? <laughs> I I did not. Yeah, okay. I did not. I I I, I had given my uh, my homebrew CO two tank away. Oh, uh, but uh, well, that's I unfortunate, mean, yeah. huh? 
You, you, I mean, you can always rent one. Well, but. you know what? I wanted an oxygen <laughs> concentrator when, when I um, when I was redoing my bathroom. I I was really into like making a nice shower, and I, I was yeah. thinking about putting putting infrared sauna in there, but like the logistics around the electricity in the shower enclosure because there was water. I it just got yeah it got very complicated very fast. So I just went you know straight. Um, shower uh steam shower right like so I you know i i understand wanting to stack all that stuff i mean that's that's kind of how i make a living now but uh yeah no i get it but yeah, like you know even even the o2 i probably would have been like hydrogen would have been cooler yeah right well you know <laughs> like, you, you, you never say never i mean you could do hydrogen you know next time well, or you know just just you like you, you also kind of can run the risk because hydrogen is flammable so you know yeah right well <laughs> i wanted an oxygen concentrator shower. you can get one uh, you can get like a three or four liter oxygen concentrator yeah. from Alibaba for like literally a couple hundred bucks. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, and, and that's not, if you're, if you're a, a patient that needs to be on air, that's not the one you need. That's no, not, no, no, but, no. But, but it's I mean, definitely for, good enough for, for like strong enough to actually get you the oxygen you need. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, ta- I'm not, I'm certainly not, you know, you know, in a situation where I need it medically, but no. I'm saying if you're, yeah. if you're fucking around adding it to your steam shower, just so you can get like hyper oxygenated in a yeah. uh, sauna situation like that. that I, yeah. Is I, way put, more I, I brought mine up to my sauna. We have a sauna upstairs in the clinic. We have two oxygen concentrators for the EWAT. I brought that up and was playing with that, doing some weird, crazy breathing in there. And, you know, honestly the heat itself, I think, uh, for me could trigger an altered state, but, uh, Oh man, if I do a little yoga, yoga, like, yeah. I, and it, it's, it's a small space. So I'm obviously not doing like, you know, dancer or, or uh warrior one or anything in there. Cause I don't have one of those like room sized ones. Obviously. You don't, you don't have one of those ones that was given to some biohackers where they, yeah, could right, right. It's like, look, I can put my in bike in like, here. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I do not have one of those. How yeah, much is but, that? I don't know. They gave it to me. Yeah. I don't know. This was uh God damn it. it but it wasn't, it was certainly not more than the average salary of a human in the united states not at all yeah that's yes. the that is the problem with those big ones i mean they're super cool to look at and they're fun to watch yeah. and like fantasize about but man they are spendy but anyway yeah. the point is is like this one that i'm in i can't do like any of those things but what i could do and what i also what i absolutely do is i will do sort of like you know um your hands like pressing out you know, in prayer mm-hmm. position and you can breathe in, in one direction up above your head, another direction, you know, and really time that breath in and out. You do that in 140 degree infrared sauna. It's getting yeah. intense. <laughs> like you're, you are, you are taking it up to another level. I'm, I'm eyeing my sauna over here right now going like, I, I maybe I should jump in. I, that I, bitch. I, maybe yeah. I should try that tonight. Yeah. Oh dude. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I did red light today, so I've I've done my lighting for today. But so so just before you know, just to keep things going, because I definitely want to get to the uh, to the 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 Stan, um, Stan Grof yeah, stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um, but but so I think we would not be. We talked about like the yoga stuff, and obviously the Wim Hof we covered. We wouldn't be uh, doing our duty. If we didn't talk about tantric breathing, which I know is another huge breathing, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. uh, situation, but 
funny enough, and I did not know this, the 13-year-old in me always hears Tantric and Snickers because, you know, who sex? Because you um, heard a rumor about uh, Sting. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I heard a rumor. <laughs> that Sting, in fact, that I think Sting he's eventually still admitted sex. that wasn't real. And, yeah, isn't, uh, isn't he still having sex right now because he's that good? I, think, like, I, I mean, think he's been having sex since he was in the police, nonstop. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's, yeah, I mean, for real. Um, so it was funny to me that tantric is in fact not uh a, a sex only thing it, it, well, yeah, I, you know it's it's funny they have they have Taoist sexual practices too uh, crazy stuff semen retention all this stuff it's it's pretty similar to tantric but the whole like that's you're you're absolutely right it's only one component of a bigger system right you it's know? only one component yeah and like what's interesting about tan, but again, even if we're talking about breathing for sex, right? Like in what most people would define that, you know, a lot of what you're going to see in that realm is, you know, um, avoiding ejaculation for males, increased yeah. orgasm for females, increased orgasm for males for that matter. Um, there's a lot of predictable outcomes that one would be looking mm -hmm. for, but the breath work is identical to to some of these other things, throwing a punch yeah, or yeah. balancing on a and rock. And this is like, this I mean, is another function that we didn't talk about at all. This increase in nitric oxide. Oh right, right? yeah, and yeah. That, you know, and and doing a lot of these breath techniques actually increase that, which we know helps with uh, dilation of blood vessels. Right. I, I was reading a the crazy. Genitals. Yeah, right, right. I was reading this crazy article that that nitric oxide was being that increased nitric oxide. They're seeing like these obscene drops in atheros, atherosclerosis in adults, mm -hmm. and it was like just breathtaking. Like the 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 results that I was reading in this study, and I was like sitting there going, "Well, why the fuck wouldn't we all be doing this?" And I'm like, "Oh, well, because you'd have to sit in your room and look like an idiot, like breathing." <laughs> through a little metal straw you know and, you, you and know. let's face it people will take boner pills every day before they do breathing well it's funny and you i know? don't know why i saw this but there was something a myth buster or something and neil degrasse tyson was talking about ed being the canary in the coal mine for vascular disease and i was like absolutely well no i mean it makes sense with with hindsight but when i was think when i when i was I guess I've never heard anybody like put it that way before. <laughs> like, and it was just kind of an interesting way of articulating it made even funnier by the fact that like for no explainable reason, Neil deGrasse Here, Tyson. Here's an astrophysicist <laughs> talking about getting your dick hard. Yeah, right. Like, huh? <laughs> That's, <laughs> and I, yeah, right. I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I didn't understand that. I wish I could remember the context, but, but like, that's a, that is a good point, man. You know, you got all these guys that can't get a hard on, but like. And they're going to go run out and buy all these pills. Um, but the reality—who knows? It it might be cardioprotective. Right, at correct. The end well, of the day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look. My point is though, is like you could probably make your situation appreciably better for free and a lot easier if you just, you know, did a lot of pointed, you know, very deliberate breathing exercises. But like, I think we're at the spot where we ask ourselves though, like, do you think it's weird? I mean, I know I certainly have friends, but do you have friends that would just listen to you talk about, it's one thing to listen to you talk about like a muse or red lights, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's a different thing when you start talking about like energy work or, you know, mm -hmm. cheese or chakras or, you know, stuff like yeah. that. But breathing falls into that sort of like woo-woo adjacent. New agey thing, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's it's funny, and, and I, I'm i fighting this, you know, given my profession, 
uh, pretty much every day, right? Sure. So yeah, that makes sense. I, and and to me, all of these traditional practices. They were never they were never meant to be this Western New Agey, whatever the fuck we decided, like let's let's uh host a goop special on Netflix about it kind of thing. I I I, I take shots at Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, yeah, I think you have cool. some very deep seated issues with I, Gwyneth Paltrow. I, 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 I'm very attracted yeah. <laughs> to that, to be honest. I think I think it's yeah, you're like it's the equivalent it, of pulling a ponytail. I was literally just gonna say school. I'm like you're like the grade uh, school like, pulling like, where you're like yeah. But but anyway, you know, it's it we're we're not handling them that well. And I don't think any of these things I, you know, they were studied. They were measured. They got feedback. They looked at signs and symptoms. It, you know, it was very much using the scientific method to get to a lot of these practices. It wasn't just random guessing. Well, and it was, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head. It was a complete system. Yeah, exactly. You know, so so the way we, ha you know, we handle it and somebody's got like a, a like, oh, shit, you don't have an ohm tattoo, right? I do not. Okay, I just know a lot of people that have ohm tattoos. Uh, so, so, but you know, it's I have like, a you don't have a giant sticker, ohm tattoo on your chest, right. and yeah, you, you know, like you're like, oh, let me let me get this green smoothie, and this will be all I eat for the month. Yeah, uh, I do have a coexist know, sticker, which one of my friends who who's not super into the into yeah. the woo woo side of life always uses the. Uh, the number of coexist stickers as sort of a litmus test for how crazy the situation he was just in was. So he'd be like, <laughs> you, you know, and, and he lives let me in tell you about the Trader Joe's parking yeah, lot. Yeah. This was like 17 <laughs> coexist sticker kind of crazy. Like, <laughs> uh, there, there is one that I've seen that is uh, very similar that says eat a dick, <laughs> uh, <laughs> using the same religious iconograph. That's really hilarious. And, I, and I'm like, uh, that, that, I'll make fun of myself. I'd wear that one. Yeah. I'd, I'd put that on my car. Oh, that is so funny. I did, have not seen that, but that is hilarious. I actually almost want to get that sticker for my friend now and, and like put it on his car one day. Just don't tell him. Yeah, don't that's what I'm him. saying. <laughs> um, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, breathing is like one of those things that gets into those like sort of like quasi woo-woo where people who don't. Yeah people who don't really like have an experimental nature or people that are really s skeptical about things like you lose them immediately when you start talking about breath work. Right? Oh yeah. Like yeah. they're like, no hard pass. Can't get on board with this. I, I have no, like I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. You know, like normally, normally for that group and, and there's a, there's a huge portion there. It's like, let, let's start with something like a multivitamin. <laughs> can I can yeah. I give you can I give you some advice on a multivitamin? Can, can, can I give you some advice on a multivitamin? That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, like, you let's know, let's I mean, just start there. <laughs> yeah, that is really funny. next thing yeah, you know. That, we'll be I mean, jumping that, in a frozen lake, <laughs> fully <yeah>. naked <laughs> during Breathing, the winter yeah. solstice. Yeah, <laughs> chanting and throwing snow in each other's faces. Or the lunar eclipse tonight. Yeah, you know, yeah. we'll be out there. You know, that's... Oh, is know. that... Maybe that's why I'm extra today. I it, don't know. It, it might be the time, you know, exactly at the lunar <laughs> oh, eclipse no. to do some tantric breathing while doing Tai Chi and uh, strapped to the side of a rock climbing wall or something, you know? Oh, my God. I just looked up that sticker and I'm absolutely getting like 10 of these right now and putting them on random friends of my cars. I, I, why even friends just go to any health food market and just put them on the back of the car. People will be like, Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I'm like, this is hilarious. Yeah. 
Well, so so I the last one that I really wanted to talk about because it's the one that I am actually most currently interested in playing with and, yeah. and am working with. Um, but it's called holotropic breathing. I know it's a yeah. you know, I think actually you introduced me to this actually. Uh or or at least we we have talked about it like and we got really into it. But yeah. But Tell me what you, your experience with this so far. And cause I know so, I, you, you've got a, a lot of this too, and then I'll, I'll build on top. But if anybody wants to sponsor a business of mine, if anyone wants to fund a business, I have a business model, but, uh, Stan Groff, uh, was one of these early psychedelic adopters when LSD became illegal. Uh, he said, uh, or should I say he looked at, uh, different indigenous cultures throughout the world and said, well, how are they doing it? Certainly they were using psychedelic compounds, but they were also following chanting and yeah. breathing and drumming and uh, it, you know, sweat lodges and things like that. But <clears throat> the breath work was, was pretty important. So over the years, uh, him and his wife cultivated music. Uh, they started to put together seminars where they would do these like weekend retreats of just people laying on the floor and doing these crazy breathing exercises. Uh, and people were having all sorts of altered consciousness type experiences, past life experiences, uh, bringing up old trauma and dealing with it, letting go of grief, anger, having emotional releases. And uh, God, you know, I was pretty interested in getting, quote unquote, certified in it. Um, <clears throat> and then their program takes years, sure. years and years. Uh, and and quite a bit of of dollars. Uh, now that being said, there's plenty of uh, holotropic light courses available for cheaper. Yeah, um, and the internet's a treasure trove for this particular absolutely. topic. And and I think it, you know, I, I should first start by saying like, what, what's your thoughts on the the financial component of this? Like, I'm all for making a a white paper and selling it, or, or you know, doing an online yeah. course and selling it, but. But I, I, I kind of saw this as pretty prohibitive and, and I get it. Yeah, the guy, yeah. the guy ha hit a home run with this and I, I'm sure you want to capitalize on it, but I just feel like this is an, in, it, it kind of stepped over the line for me from a price standpoint. I haven't paid a, anything for it yet. Yeah. And I, I almost for sure can't see me paying. I bought a $20 book that I thought was going to be a manual, but it was not. What was it? Uh, so loved the book, by the way. It's it's holotropic breathing. Stan Groff has a bunch of books, but this one was one of the the later ones before he passed. Uh, and it was kind of a, like a, a summary of his work. Uh, talked about a lot of the seminars. Oh, cool. Talked a lot about the research. Talked a lot about the the process in getting to the point where they actually ran the seminar. Yeah, sure. So yeah, you I mean, know, he's got so a ton of experience with this. I mean, like yeah. like I said, I mean, he really hit a home run with this thing. Like, I mean, the 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 science behind it, um, the effects that are, that are in there. And like, man, you touched mm -hmm. on it a little bit, the, the, the death and rebirth thing, man, like there are some crazy, crazy, crazy. ass stories out there of people like remembering the birth canal of, yeah. of their birth and then dying and then being born again, all in the same like session. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. you know, and so you, that, I think we take, take very large steps into woo-woo category in some of those situations. Yeah, yeah. And and I also would say like one other thing that kind of, it gets a little little touchy with me here 
is we have a very erudite scientific ish, <laughs> yeah, you know, method that comes from a a white scholar, you know, and and it it's based on a culmination of traditional practices from various cultures. And and that that's where I get a little like weirded out. It's like, yeah, it works, but do you lose value because it's not following a tradition? And is it appropriation? You know, like I start to get worried about that kind of stuff. You know, I I guess I guess it's not I mean, look, that's not an invalid point, but I guess the no. question I'd ask back to you though is like what you know, you, you look at like what Bruce Lee did with martial arts, right? He studied, he yeah. read thousands of books and he did, you know, tens of thousands of hours of training yeah. to come up with Jeet Kune Do, which is a, you know, it's everything, right? Like, and, and it's, it's, it's a no system, right? Yeah. The right. Whole thing. <laughs> right. It, it tra- but, but like, and I feel like that's Ip what man he did. was his no. fucking teacher. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ip man was his teacher yeah, but like, that's, for but, a long time. But what I'm saying is like, I feel like Stan, did the same thing with this, right? Like he went, I, I, I get that point. He got just, a lot of the best points, put them in a bot yeah. in a blender and came out with something that was, was its own system. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I get, get it. I get that. L- listen, I, I definitely get it. But I mean, at the same time, it, you, you have to ask yourself, like, is that synthesis worth that amount of money? <laughs> no, no, because there, there's, I, I believe like, look, if you, if you wanted to have the same experience, how much LSD could you buy for $2,000, which is like, you know, like, let's say that's a ballpark cost of a three-day weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you oh, know? No, it's, yeah. I mean. <laughs> we're, we're no longer talking about needing to do breath work. Right. But if you're going for an altered state of consciousness. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, so you, that's you know, the like, intriguing part about this, right? Like, this is like, you can get there. And from all accounts that I've read, and again, I haven't done this yet. I'm, but I'm like I was telling you, I'm I'm working on it. I, I'm really interested in this, so I've been in sort of maybe maybe we should do a field trip. Maybe we should see if there there is a uh, a cost effective seminar somewhere and and give it a go. I mean, I wouldn't mind that, but I'd want to see the the free version of that before I committed dollars to that experience. Because no, no, I totally get that. You, you know, I also you know, like it, it, you're going to ask me to take this ride. I, I need to be a little bit more informed before I, I do that because I, I, I get that, you, you know, like right now this is, you know, and it took me a minute to get my head around Wim Hof even because a lot of his stuff is pretty out there as well. Um, it, it is out there. It is out there. And if you guys are interested in, in, in learning about that, uh, what doesn't kill us was written by a reporter, uh, whose whole gig before he met Wim Hof was going around and busting false gurus. And he actually told Wim Hof, I'm going to take your seminar. I'm going to prove that you're a fraud. Right. And Wim's response was, go ahead and try. Yeah. Right. No. And the end of the book, he's doing Wim Hof method religiously. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, well, and the other thing is, is like, you know, Wim Hof's is like, it's free. It takes like what if you do all three rounds of the round, like his like normal routine, right? Like where you Mm -hmm. lay on your back and you do three rounds and like, you know, it's like 30 breaths each round. Like I forget the ins and outs, but it's a, it's a, it's a progression and you do that. But the whole thing takes like four minutes. (laughs) Yeah. And and he's got, he also has a free app too. You know, I think there's, there's something cool about that. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But like, it costs nothing. Like this is a very, this is as economical of a biohack as exists. And it's, you know, I don't want to take money out of somebody's mouth, but I'll, I'll, I'll send you a playlist 
that a guy who does one of the Stangroff light systems uh, uses, and it's his guided breath work, and he sells the CDs, but it's on Spotify. Oh, God. oh interesting. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but so so back to holotropic breathing, though. Like yeah, what, yeah. what I like about that is, like you know, you, you know, we talked about making your blood more alkaline with Wim Hof. We've talked about, um, you know, raising and lowering your heart rate, but. When now, when you're talking about the the transcendental experience of of holotropic yeah. breathing, you're 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 blending in auditory visuals, uh, you know, breath work. So it's not just breathing in a in a vacuum chamber, but it's it's breathing while like some percussion is like banging rhythmically on your chest, mm-hmm. like it's like super involved, right? Like so you know, just talking about that to you right now, I mean, I can kind of feel those serotonin, you know, things, you know, lighten up, right? Like, so real small leap for me to make to go from like, you know, oh, I can sit there breathing like real crazy and like having like lights in my face and, and bass thumping. Yeah, that sounds exactly like an acid trip to me. I mean, I- uh, you know, and and like you know, this is this has come down. I said it earlier, right? Even breathing through a straw, we convince our brains we're calm. Yeah, <laughs> and and all of the other things that happen with calm, calm, just so comes. If we yeah. convince ourselves we're 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 tripping. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You, you know, does it does it matter whether it's a substance induced or? A, a, a situational induced. Yeah, and and obviously, uh, like you were talking about the um, the effects on your blood of the Ewat stuff for three days yeah. after. You know, the thing that I haven't seen yet, it, it, I, or the thing that I have seen, I'm sorry, a lot is that the holotropic thing is, is going to produce similarly long results. Like you, you're talking about a, a finite experience in the long haul, so it's something you would do, you know, more than once, but. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, I, I just imagine like, you know, I don't, I don't need a drug dealer. I could just lay on the floor and <laughs> pump up the, uh, pump up Spotify and, uh, I, yeah. Tr- hey man, like that's what I do in the sauna. Yeah. On a tree. A yeah. lot of, a lot of drum and bass, a lot of like dub reggae and, and you know, oh, getting, it's, it's not high crazy. speed, but yeah. yeah, you just get weird, man. Yeah, there's speakers in the sauna that I've never used because, like, I don't, I don't know the whole the it, it, I don't, the there's no it's real low tech Bluetooth and it doesn't work super well and um, so I I I just kind of gave up on it but I did get it to work once and it would be nice but like I figured the effort to do that every single time I get in there but if you wanted to really get crazy with it they've got that multi changing light in there you can crank up like some you know trap and you know, get that thing up to 140 degrees. And so, so I'll tell you, I bought some, uh, online uh, little LEDs that are supposed to be, they're supposed to sense rhythms. And I was like, stick stick those in there instead of that fucking one bulb that slowly strobes and you get some, you, you find that right tempo and and it's just like well you're probably induce a seizure but <laughs> yeah like my, <laughs> you know? yeah I don't think that that would be good for everybody but but you know it's not not for every neurological case yeah but you know what's funny though like the um the steam shower unit that I got had had one of those built into it right like a, yeah. a light and it's you know if you turn off the bathroom lights and that thing just kind of rhythmically goes well man when you've got the whole thing steamed up those light beams bounce off of all the steam particles in the air. And, yeah. and like, 
you know, you're in this really hot, wet environment with like crazy light situation going on. You, you know, same thing I've done, same yoga breathing in there and you get intensely inward <laughs> like, cause you're, it's, it's, you know. it's so cool, man. Yeah. Oh it's no. So it's cool that we can do that. Yeah. No. And that's actually what kind of got me down the, uh, the, uh, the, the Stan Groff kind of rabbit hole, because like that stuff is, it's fascinating that you could just co- sort of switch that thing on just literally by breathing. So, and, and like, look, you know, you, there, there are plenty of people that'll say there's no bad trips. But if you were to have a bad experience, well, stop doing the fucking breath work. Right. And then it's a game off. And, like and, and, and yeah. you, you land the plane and, and you go, oh shit, that was rough. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah and, it, and it's done. Yeah. And, but, and, you know, one of the other things that I think thematically fits with our show anyway, is like, I, I'd love to, you know, any, as much as we can sort of make this cost less, you know, that that's awesome. Right. Cause uh, you know, yep. free, free solutions are awesome. I, you know, and, and let's let, I mean, we've said it before, like these, all these new aged device, new age, these high tech devices and things really in a lot of ways, we're mimicking things out of nature and we're, we, we have to hit you so hard with them because you're not out there experiencing nature. Oh right? yeah. I mean, yeah. Like sounds, if you just took a walk, you might have to do feely. that. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Go, go for a walk in the winter without a coat on. You'll be fine. So I have <laughs> not done that, but this morning I was walking my daughter to school and I, I actually said that I'm like, you know, it's getting just cold enough where it might be time to, uh, start doing a t-shirt walk home. Cause then it's like yeah. a three minute walk. I can do some like serious cold thermo on the way home. Yeah. You know, um, cause you don't need a big exposure if it's 30 degrees out, do you? Like, no, no, you don't. And, and yeah, you know, I mean like even, even the Wim Hof thing, I was going outside and doing some other Qigong, uh, I think two years ago. So right before COVID hit, uh, every day from, I think I started the day after Christmas through until it was like, oh, it's 60 degrees in the morning. This doesn't do it for me. Right. right, Um, but, but, you know, every morning outside just doing some breath work and, uh, you know, actually hitting, I was, I was trying to get into iron palm. The thing was, I was finding that the more I was doing that, uh, even using the herbs and the Dita Jiao and all that, my hands are getting a little bit thicker and that doesn't, that doesn't bode well as an acupuncturist. Oh yeah. So stop that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, so, um, so what are you? Uh, what are you getting involved with? I think we've, uh, I think we've breathed so ourselves. So, man, I'm going to call you out and say, like, I'm, I'm almost halfway oh, through fuck. lifespan. God damn it! Uh, yeah, shit. I, I, I got to talk to somebody about it. It's I, super cool. I have put it in my audible cart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, You're halfway there. Yeah. Now just eleven hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I put it on like two times speed and catch up? With uh, so he's Australian and very intelligent. Oh, so so p- I, I got it on one and a half. Oh, and, and it's, yeah. Okay. And it's I, doable. It's doable at one and a half. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll take your word for it. You know, I have found that like, uh, what was it? The art of learning. Yeah. He speaks really, um, kind of even toned and a little bit monotone. Yeah. And so I was able to listen to that book at two, but, yeah. um, stealing fire, uh, I could not like one and a half was like max and one. And I, a but I mean, like you, that there was a, that was a good book. Man. No, it was a great I, like, book, but like, <laughs> you, you know, I, I couldn't, I tried to pump it to two and I just, it was too much. Too much. Too I couldn't, much. I couldn't take it. 
I, I think that's part of the reason why I like Stephen Kotler so much because, like, you know, I've had some people say like some of the some of the data he's presenting isn't really saying what it what it is. Uh, but he's a fucking good storyteller. Oh no, it's great. It, yeah. it, it, you know, I mean, he got me. He got me on abundance with Peter Diamandis. He got me the future is faster than you can think. I mean, all of those books, like even his even his newest fiction one. Uh, what was it? Last Tango in Cyberspace. Oh yeah. Or something. You know, I ha- I actually have that. And honestly, I, I I hate to say this, but I don't have time to read anymore, and that sucks. But. I, that's why the audiobooks is like kind of the way I got to go for right well, now. Well, I, uh, you know, 90% of the time. But I, well, I guess Last Dance and ti- uh, Cy- Last Tango and Cyberspace, I have that, but I have it as a book. Like, and I, yeah. and it almost assures me that I will not read it <laughs> as a result. I, I bought, I bought the Audible. Yeah, yeah. Just because and I, I probably will. I've got extra credits with Audible. I might, I might end up doing that, but I, I got to get through Lifespan mine, first. So I'm getting excited. Yeah. And, and Lifespan, man, it, it, it's cool. One of the things I like about that book, and I'll just, you know, I'll say this because I know we're wrapping up. Uh, when he wrote the book, some of these studies had like just been published. So if you read the book right when it was released, you might have had information that other researchers in the field still hadn't seen yet. That's crazy. And that's fucking like, that's where we are. I mean, we talked about that at the beginning. Like we're at this amazing time, yet the entire thing could go to shit in a week. Well, yeah. uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Well, you know, the reason I got interested in this book, I I think is probably we had a, a, we have a little bit of a overlap there too, but a friend of mine was, um, a a friend of mine was recommended the book by a guy who's, I think, wife or maybe mother somebody was really sick mm-hmm. or getting worse and somebody had recommended this book to them he put some of those things in play and just like yeah. his father i think was in the book yeah yeah, yeah yeah just like his father in the book his mother in real life was responding well to doing some of those things and so basically that's how this book keeps getting recommended to people because we everybody knows somebody who probably could and should pay attention to the shit in this book. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And yeah. And, you know, and it's crazy, you know, living to 150. If this guy's right, that's, that's not even, that's not even the upper limit. Right, 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 right. How fucked up is that? And they're, they're like, I mean, his whole claim and without giving away too much so you can read it and enjoy it. But his whole claim is that even though there's different signs of aging, even though we have different disease processes, if we can flip a common switch, we turn off most of that. Right. Now you're going to have to walk in front of a bus if you want to die. Yeah, right, right. right, Yeah, you know, like that, that's like, don't worry about diabetes. Don't worry about cardiovascular disease. Don't worry about your cells not being able to replicate. If you find this common thread... And he lists nine different areas where we're we're, we're looking. Uh, I haven't gotten to the whole right, right, right. And things well, like I, yeah, that, I but. mean, this is it, it, so my my bigger point was this sounds like a book that's like right up my alley, and I'm so. Uh, but you know what? We got Thanksgiving next week, so I got a lot of time to kind of maybe, maybe you got some some time to drink some whiskey and read a book. Well, I'm gonna go on pr- probably. I'm there four days. I'll probably go on three runs while I'm down there because it's a great place, especially in, d- oh, in yeah. November yeah, yeah. to run. It's flat and it's hot and it's great. Um, nice. But I will. Uh, I'll have my uh, my uh, uh, headphones, human charger, human charger <laughs> probably. Yeah, around my uh, around my neck, going for a run. Yeah. Um, and then I could just listen to that. I mean, that's like, 
you know, an hour and a half, like, cause I'll go longer runs down there. So like an hour and a half, you know, so I'll probably have uh, three, four and a half, five hours plus plane ride of time. I, I might be able to even get this done. You, you might, you might get through that. Book. I might even get past it. Past you, but yeah, I will. I, I am on it, man. Trust me. I am on it. No, no, man. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I am um, right now, my thing, like I told you, I've been getting up at six 30 and doing all this, uh, Qigong and stuff. It's a, it's a prescription written for me, if you will. And I'm, I'm trying to give the prescription a chance to do its thing. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think I'm in like week, maybe six of doing this, yeah. like, and man, the, the, the mounting, the evolving changes in this process have been like nothing short of like transformative awesome. like just from the sense of like wow if you could do that by just waking up early and moving energy through your body uh yeah. what else could you do <laughs> like like what it's crazy yeah no it's crazy now that now you lay over you know lifespan and you're like great i could be doing this level of obsession compulsive for another hundred years <laughs> like, I mean, Think maybe perhaps enlightenment is possible, right? Right, in yeah. a lifetime, then. yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I could, I can't wait to be this obsessed over uh biohacking when I'm 138. You, you know, like, why, you know, why not? I don't know, man, unless you get en endless energy with it, man. I don't know, yeah. Well, that's my that, that's what I'm saying. Like, what does an enthusiastic by 138 year old biohacker look like, you, you know? Oh. Is he just like the levitating through the streets at that point? Just sort of like I, I, I like totally. I keep making lawnmower man references. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> well, listen, don't ruin the ending for me. I'll get to it. I promise. But uh, right, well, I'm not there yet, so yeah. I can't. But <laughs> you got it. Man. Yeah, man. All right, cool. Well, listen, as always, thanks for talking. Yeah, man. Have a good yeah, one. man. You too. Take care. Be subversive, irreverent. Health is wealth, but you knew that. Everybody knows that. But so is following us on social media at Irreverent Health. And check out our website for more exclusive content at irreverenthealth.com. Oh, I like this. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Irreverent Health.